Hello my unapologetic beauties, welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Her, hosted by yours truly, Natalie Nadine. Unapologetically Her is a podcast created to not only tackle all things female and urban pop culture, but to empower, embrace, and educate the women of today's society. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Unapologetically Her, the podcast that's for her by her. And for today's episode, I am joined by my girl, my road dog, my bestie, Miss Tanish. Welcome back to the podcast. For having me once again. So if you guys actually subscribe to my personal channel, you've seen Tanish multiple times. She's always on my Snap and my Insta. If you are a podcast listener, we actually have an episode we did back at the beginning of the year talking about coffee and the misinterpretation of female sexuality. But you guys actually didn't get the chance to see what Tanish looks like. So if you are listening to this podcast, head over to my YouTube channel and you can actually see our beautiful melanin faces. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Tanish, first of all, let me just start off with saying, how you doing, boo? I am good. I am good. Taking it one day at a time. You know it. And how are you? To be honest, I am missing quarantine. You're missing quarantine? I'm missing it. Back to work and people have no concept of personal space. No, I know. It's nope. ridiculous. People think that COVID just went out the window. Like, come on, people, take precaution. Like, did you forget we're still living in a pandemic? I, <laughs> they definitely forgot. <laughs> Like, this nice weather means nothing. You can't go nowhere. Stay home. Mm. Terrible. I'm telling you. <laughs> now, you guys, for today's video, we're going to be discussing, you know, a little bit of a trending topic. So if you guys have been living under a rock, you aren't tuned into social media, you don't follow up with the blogs, you don't be following up on Instagram or Twitter, then you guys probably don't know that Jada Pinkett Smith brought herself to the red table. And if you do know, then child, did you see Jada bring herself to the red table talk? <laughs> she did. She did. Can you believe that? When I tell you. Now, mind you, what brought on today's topic was the fact that August Alsina did an interview with Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club pretty much discussing why he's been gone the last couple years, talking about being sick, new music, some family, not, I would say drama, but stuff that's happened within his family throughout this time, his illness, he actually does have an autoimmune disease, mm -hmm. and pretty much just trying to get back up on his feet again. Now, there's been rumors, I would say rumors for the last couple years, that August and Jada actually had a relationship. So they were seen a lot together. He was seen around Will a lot. He was seen around the kids. A lot of people thought, you know, maybe he's just cool with Jaden and Willow. Right? Like, that's their big brother. That's the homie. Right. On the other hand, some people have been doing some investigating. And you already know Black Twitter come with the receipts. Now that we can add one plus one equals two. Uh -huh. Pretty much everyone's been going, well, August and Jada look a little too close. I wonder if they're a couple. Is she cheating on Will? Now, August actually clarified on, um, in his interview with Angela Yee that they were in a relationship, 
Will gave them permission. It's not like he came in there and just tore up their marriage at that particular point in time. With this now coming to light and being confirmed by one of the two parties, Jada decided to finally speak on it by bringing herself to the Red Table Talk. Instead of covering the hot topic, she now became the hot topic. Now, to give you guys just a little bit more information behind the scenes, she decided that she was going to clear the air right away instead of continuous, continuously shying away, shying away from it. She put some emphasis on the fact that communication and transparency is key, hence why she's doing this interview and having Will interview her about the relationship. Also, she mentioned that this happened four to four and a half years ago after creating a friendship with August and wanted to help him, which was a want that was influenced by their family, especially since Jada kind of has a history when it comes to these things in regards to her mom and people that she knows personally. And even Will mentioned at one point, he was done with her. So that four years ago when this entanglement happened was at a point in time where Will was actually done with Jada. He couldn't stand her ass. Like they were separated, separated. Completely. Completely. Now, Tanish, now that I kind of gave that brief summary, kind of get the people up to speed. What were your thoughts about the interview? Just the overall interview. So the overall interview to me personally was vague, really vague. I mean, just like everybody else, I want the details. I want the juice. Okay. I want the juice. I want the details. But I mean, I kind of understood why she was kind of being vague throughout the interview and not really explaining things in a very detailed way. Um, especially when it comes to social media, people have the tendency to kind of, uh, what do you call it, misconstrue people's truths. You know what I'm saying? That she didn't want to give people that opportunity to do so. So I, I kind of understand why it was kind of, you know, vague in that sense. But overall, it was a, it was a, you know, decent interview in my opinion. It was enough. It was enough. So. See, I agree with you with the vagueness because I'm like, if it were anybody else that she was actually interviewing, or if the tables were flipped and it was Will kind of in the hot seat causing the drama, I feel like first of all we would have got our full half an hour episode. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Like when you guys, when I originally shared the video with Tanish, I'm like, my bad girl, I shared you the trailer. And then I realized 12 minutes, this is it? <laughs> did I really just watch this only for 12 minutes? Jada, when you interviewed Cherie, Will's ex wife, we got like almost a two part episode. Now, that's what I want. When we interviewed Jordan, we got a full length episode. Right. How are we only getting 12 minutes? But it's her show. She runs it. But look here. If you're going to give us the tea, give us the whole kettle. And Will wasn't doing enough. He wasn't doing enough on his part. Like, he wasn't drawing drawing out the information that we needed. He I agree. Nodding his head saying, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And honestly, looking at him the whole time, sitting in that seat, you can just see the hurt in his eyes. It was kind of hard to watch on that part, but... You can really see how Will Smith is actually truly hurt. I'm not going to lie to you. What Will's facial reaction reminded me of is that episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yes. Where his father did not come back for him and he had to cry to Uncle Phil. 
I'm like, oh damn, I felt that. Yeah, man, it was just so real. Mm -mm. I feel like this interview, I feel like Jada should have brought August on the table or at least offered to bring him onto the table so we can hear his side, her side, and Will's side kind of being that middleman. Yeah. I feel like August, I'll say, I think he was like the, the missing puzzle to that interview. Because, I mean, we're just hearing from her perspective, right? Yep. Really his. And I think it would make sense if all three of them would be in, like, one room so they can really discuss this and really clarify and, you know, for us to understand, like, the whole context behind the situation. You know, instead of, like, one person saying this and the other person saying this in two completely different spaces. So I think that's, yeah, I just, I just wish August Austin was there, so... No, I totally agree with you because I feel like one, we're getting kind of almost like a biased stand. We're, we're getting a biased standpoint when it comes to Jada and Will. Because obviously they work things out and they're yeah. going to put up a united front. And then I feel like we're not going to get the same answers or the same responses. In August's interview, he told um, Angela Yee that he got permission from Will. Whereas Jada said, Will never gave them permission no one can give permission but her mm -hmm. so that already is you know a conflict their answers aren't aren't matching up jada explains the fact that how he thinks or how she thinks august presumed or not presumed assume let me get my terms right how august assumed that will gave permission is the fact that will knew about the relationship mm -hmm. And there were separated mutual understanding at the time. We're separated. You do you. Go find your happiness, whatever you have to do. And I'll do me over here. So she definitely clarified that August was not a homewrecker. He didn't just come in and they started cheating. Although people call it an affair. Say that again. I said say it louder for the people in the black. In, in the black. I'm talking about black Twitter, actually. Black Twitter. Black and black. <laughs> black Twitter. Oh my god, that's funny. Louder for the people in the back. <laughs> okay. But yeah, like it wasn't, I personally, although people say, oh, it wasn't a fair, I don't see it as an affair. If they had a mutual understanding that we are going our separate ways right now, we are free to see other people. Yes, the papers still say that we are married. However, we both know what we're doing. I don't know. Am I wrong? Do you think it was an affair? I personally don't think it was an affair. I mean, unless they had a discussion prior to them separating, stating that they should not entertain another individual. But I'm I'm just gonna assume that they never stated that. Yeah. What I from what I know, uh, Will and Jada, they did say that you know they're separating, and for them to both find their happiness or find happiness within themselves, however that looks on both sides. So I personally wouldn't call it an affair, even though all these articles want to claim it to be that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I feel like you have to kind of understand the, um, the, the um, what do you call it, the context behind their relationship. We need to have a deeper understanding of the backstory type of thing. Yes. Yeah. So pretty, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I totally agree. Um... So moving on to more in-depth points of the episode, what stood out to you the most? Any particular topics from or terms that 
that she said that stood out to you that you kind of want to address? Well, one being entanglement. What, what, what do you mean, Jada? What do you mean by entanglement? Look, you're my Virgo queen. I'm here for the term. I mean, I understand what she meant by that, but at the same time, as I said before, I want details. So entanglement was one thing that kind of stood out to me. And uh, her, I guess the coping mechanism of her trying to heal from her past trauma Mm -hmm. relationships. Um, So how would you define entanglement? Because Jada defined her relationship as entanglement. And Will brought it out of her and said, you mean relationship? My girl goes, no, entanglement. So relationship. And then exactly, she accepted it. She accepted it. But how do you yourself define entanglement? Entanglement? Okay, so I actually wrote this down. So I'm going to read that side of the screen, okay, guys? um, So my definition for entanglement to me means, so pretty much finding yourself in a situation in which the goal is no longer the focus and realizing that there's no aim to what you're trying to obtain or acquire, therefore becoming vulnerable to the things that wasn't intended to be, which of course results in mental and emotional confusion. So in other words, like misalignments. Yeah, that's my definition of entanglement, Jada. Yeah. I like that definition. Yeah. That was so deep and thought out. Ooh, send me that. I'm going to post that on on Instagram. I will send it to you. I got you, girl. I got you. (laughs) How does Tanish define entanglement? I like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. What about you? How do you define entanglement? To me, that is a replacement term for situationships. For situationships. Like, we're acting like a couple, we're doing things that couples do. However, comma, we are not in a relationship. We don't officially have a title. There's a little bit of a shaded gray area. It's not black and white. So here we are in a situationship, except now 2020. Here we are in an entanglement. An entanglement. That's the word for 2020. What? Entanglement. I'm telling you, that is my new favorite word. Hmm? That's my new favorite word. Entanglement? Absolutely. I, 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 I will go on record and say, anyone outside of my ex, you were an entanglement. Oh my gosh. Am, am I wrong? I always said I only have one ex. Right. And I'll acknowledge it so everyone else, I'm sorry, you're an entanglement. Disbelief. <laughs> oh, that sounds so shady. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> But it's true. This was a term that really stood out the most to people. Black Twitter went in on her and the fact that this is the term for the year. That's the highlight. Oh, it is for sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. A lot of people can really resonate with that term. Oh, absolutely. Because it's like you don't really, you know for a fact it's not really a relationship. Mm -hmm. but. You guys are pretty much almost at that stage. You're acting like it, but it's not all the way there. Right. You're doing what lovers do, except it's not friends. It's not friends with benefits. It's not a relationship. It's that section just right in the middle. There's no label. Exactly. There's no label. Now, here's my thing. A point that stood out to me after she spoke about entanglement was the fact that 
she said, you can't find happiness outside of yourself. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. And I think that hit deep and that's something a lot of people need to focus on. And someone, once again, brought out receipts of Will talking about pretty much saying you can't find happiness with other, other people. You need to be happy. That person needs to be happy. And when you come together, you can combine your happiness but yeah. you are not supposed to depend on other people for your happiness. Your happiness, exactly. And I feel like that's where a lot of people, once you depend on others for your happiness, you kind of start to lose yourself. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. I don't think people should focus on or seek out happiness like towards like external factors, like whether it's somebody, like a person, an individual or something like material possessions. I mean, of course it brings temporary happiness, but if that's like the only way you're gonna achieve happiness, uh, I think that can go down here. Oh, absolutely. Things can be very temporary, right? And what's gonna happen when those things just disappear? Mm -hmm. Happiness is gonna disappear as well. So I personally feel that happiness should come from within and in, I think in order to achieve that, you're really going to have to look within yourself, analyze, self-reflect, you know, to really, I guess, seek happiness or find happiness for yourself. So. No, absolutely. And that's what a lot of people need to start doing. And this is why I feel like this has also been the year, or at least the last two years, where we're talking about being centered and self-love and eat, pray, love, finding more about yourself. You need to be able to provide your own kind of happiness. Like you said, it's a temporary fix. That's like trying to build something together with school glue. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. It's going to work for that moment. Afterwards, it's going to wear out, and everything's going to crum- crumble back down, and you're going to be back to square one. Exactly. And what are you going to do? Wait for that next person to come in to bring you that temporary joy? Suppose that doesn't work out either. That's what I'm saying. It's, I, the thing is, a lot of people as I said before, you know, focus on like the external things to find their happiness. And, and a lot of people, they just need to do some reflection. <laughs> that's all I got to say on that. Yeah. That's all I got to say on that. So just take time to be, especially now, even with Corona, some people are still in quarantine. Take mm-hmm. time to focus on yourself, learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. What are your likes and dislikes? What makes you happy and what doesn't make you happy? Biggest thing is, can you be happy being alone? And that don't mean, oh, you ain't got no family, you ain't got no man, no woman, whatever. But can you be happy when you are alone for an hour? Do you enjoy your own solitude? How do you feel when you're in solitude? Exactly. To seek another person to be within, you know, your space constantly. Because there are people who, you know, they can't be alone. You know what I'm saying? They can't be alone. Like, they're, they're not happy being alone. They feel like they have to have another human being next to them in order to feel some type of, I guess, contentment within themselves. But that's it. And you, you ready to got shout my girl, Shanta more. <laughs> She's always posting about the fact that she can enjoy going to a movie by herself. She enjoys going out to eat by herself. She doesn't need her kids. She doesn't need a man. And I think people need to find a way to get to that place. You need to be happy with you. Anybody else 
that's an extension. I like to look at it as a tree. You yourself are the tree trunk. Your strength comes from within. The branches and the leaves, well, not really so much the branches, but the leaves are an extension. Right. So even when the leaves fall, when autumn comes around. I like that. I like that analogy. Right. Back to that. <laughs> really thought this one through. So let me get comfy. So when autumn comes, right, I'm giving you guys a visual. And the, <laughs> and the leaves fall. Does the tree die too? No. The tree stands tall. Mm-hmm. It lasts all of winter. And then spring and summer come back around and the leaves come back again. Lord. Happy within itself. Regrowth. Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Only time the tree breaks down is when it's a storm. Or somebody chops it down. Mm-hmm. Think okay. about it. Chop it down those are the people who are trying to take all your happiness. Okay? Uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. This got deep. This got real deep. But you guys see where we're going with this. Be happy within yourself first before you seek someone else and then depend on them to make you happy. I hope that you love what you're hearing so far. Stay connected by not only listening to the podcast, but you can watch the recordings on the YouTube channel, Unapologetically Her Podcast, and follow the podcast on Instagram, at Unapologetically Her, and at unapologetic underscore uh on twitter if you want to connect with me personally your host natalie nadine follow me at natalie nadine on all three social media platforms now t what we're gonna bounce back and forth so back to you what else stood out to you in the episode um what else stood out to you I don't know if I dived into, like, the coping mechanism, like I said before. Mm-hmm. She dealt with, like, um, her traumas from past experiences. Because here's a, a few things that I realized about uh, Jada, right? So I noticed that Jada, she's a very empathetic person. Yes. She has the ability to really put herself in other people's shoes and feel what they're feeling. In my personal opinion, I think that she has a natural healing energy mm. people and when i say natural healing energy i'm not talking about laying hands on people and curing them from all their sicknesses no i am talking about um that she's able to deeply connect with people far beyond physicality that resonates with their spirit you know through emotional and mental you know, connection and of course sometimes that can be a burden and can lead to toxic situations like the one she kind of put herself here exactly and because she has that type of energy she has the tendency to wanting to uh heal people right heal people fix them fix them and as i said before that can be very toxic because that's not always the case you can't always heal or fix people right especially if they're not at that stage you know during their healing journey or process so and yeah, so yeah, that's how I feel. About that. So to kind of connect that back to the episode, when she talks about the coping mechanism and healing, Jada mentions that she's had this need to fix people or she's drawn to people who need help. And that stems from her childhood trauma and what she's been through. 
but also it's gotten to that point where she rather fix others and not focus on fixing herself which kind of again goes back to seeking happiness within yourself why do you think it is that we're always drawn to want to help others but then when it comes to us we're kind of dismissive um okay see that's the thing we can't we can't try to we can't want to we can't want to get twisted here we can't want to help somebody or try to heal them without healing ourselves i mean that's kind of it it doesn't make sense to me like how are you going to help somebody if you you can't help yourself Mm -hmm. like to me it doesn't really it doesn't really add up so yeah it doesn't really add up to me it doesn't make sense so no absolutely it's like I think it's almost to the point where like it's like neglect when you le- neglect a child we're neglecting yeah. our neglecting our souls and ourselves our minds mm-hmm. but now we're gonna be like okay well in order for me to forget about this put this on the back burner erase this let me just focus on a project let me focus on the next thing I feel like I personally relate into that where I'm like when I first started YouTube in 2017 Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Here's a distraction from, say, like the hurt from the breakup. Let's not address it. Let's just move on like it never happened and find something to take up my mental space and time. In a way, just suppressing it. Suppressing exactly. Yeah. Not being vocal about it, you're going to suppress it. But then the more you suppress things and the older you get, these things come back around one way or another. They, they normally actually manifest in your relationship with people or in any, you know, every aspect of your life, really. So yeah. that's why it's not good to suppress those uh, traumas. Exactly. And that's the thing what happened with Jada. She suppressed it all these years. She's so focused on helping other people. Now it works out great for her with Red Table Talk because she's helping those and helping herself. But clearly this August relationship was prior to Red Table where she suppressed, let me help this young boy young not young boy young man young man <laughs> let's make that clear let me get like make that clear he was of age he was legal young man however the help kind of became a little toxic on both ends yeah. dependent for happiness being codependent with one another and just too much mix up and blend blend i don't know it is a lot of mix-up. It is a lot of mix-up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I realized too, I mean, in Jada's situation, because she was like a, because she's a hurt individual trying to help another hurt person, um, of course, there's a lot of energy that you invest in trying to help this person. Yes. And when you're investing so much energy to helping this person, to wanting to help this person, of course, feelings and emotions are going to develop. That's just human nature. That's human nature, really. In my opinion, I think that's a human nature. But it's acting upon those feelings that kind of got Jada in an entanglement. She acted upon those feelings at that moment when she was trying to help uh, August. And instead of her taking a step back and not entertaining the situation, you know, she 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 just went went with the flow. I guess it's all like that. Just went with the flow. And of course, there's consequences to that as well. Mm-hmm. The fact that she's she's married still. She's technically married, 
she's just separated. She has another partner there. So like, she's not thinking long term. Like if you're going to entertain a person now to try to find your happiness or try to heal in that way, um, what's going to happen when you guys, when you and Will come back together? Of course, he's going to probably ask questions like, okay, what, what were you doing? You know, questions are going to arise. It's going to come up eventually, right? What it's we like, I, we let this man into our house, but you kind of took it to another level. Exactly. So I just feel like she kind of, uh, I'm not going to say mess up because it's not for me to say that, okay, what she did was wrong. Like, I'm not going to condemn her or condone what she did. Everybody's healing journey is different. Everybody's mm-hmm. coping mechanism is different. And um, not every coping mechanism is going to be beneficial for you, right? Yes. And I think I have to play devil's advocate in terms of August, where it's like, we won't condone and we won't condemn. At the same time, he kind of got himself into a predicament, an entanglement, a relationship, however you want to describe it. He got himself into the situation with this married woman, developed clearly genuine, deep feelings, and it did not go as planned. A lot of people are looking at it as, well, Jada hurt him and Jada used him and took advantage. But at the same time, despite what was going on, August is still a grown man, still somewhat capable of making these decisions. So I feel like both party are not guilty, but both of them are not innocent either. Mm -hmm. You kind of have to, I guess, share the blame and share the responsibility. Yeah, of course. I mean, everybody has to, you know, take accountability for their actions. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I feel like because August Alcina was a young, he's a very attractive guy, obviously, but he was he was really young. Like, he was like 20-something, and at that age, you're pretty impressionable to a lot of things. That's I'm, true. Yeah, so I'm sure he hasn't, I don't think he's been married in the past, so he's kind of inexperienced from, from what I think, mm-hmm. like I could be wrong compared to like Jada, who was like about like 40 something, who has gone through numerous experiences when it came to um, relationships or even marriage, her will, right? So yeah, so I think Jada kind of, you know, took advantage of that and wasn't, wasn't really considering, right? And then again, because she was going through that really hard, difficult time with Will, and she's trying to find her happiness and all that stuff, I don't think her mind was clear at that time. No. So after. Until after. Kind of like that revelation where it's like, I guess the grass isn't always greener. I guess I actually do love my husband. Yeah. I guess maybe this, Jada, it's a relationship. I guess this relationship actually wasn't the right thing to pursue. And you're right, August was, I think August was like our age, like 22. Yeah. He was actually younger than we are now, so he was 22 at the time. So it's like, okay, you have this... 22? He was like, apparently, allegedly, he was 22 at the time. So then you're being courted by this grown woman who not only tries to heal you, but now has love for you, and it's like, where do we draw the line? Where do we kind of be like, okay, black or white, not gray? Yeah. Yeah. But my next point for you is, and this is something that I actually agree with Jada on. Let me open this up a bit. 
is when she goes, you gotta go through some shit to get the answers. Now she brought this kind of to Will's attention and he agreed with this also that, you know, they had to go through the rough patches. They got married young, they've been together for like donkey years at this point. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the answers are not always right in front of you. Sometimes you have to have, you have to go through the battles. You have to go through the ringers to get the answers you didn't even know that you wanted, that you needed. So how do you kind of feel about that line? Uh, I mean, that's not always the case for everybody, but I do believe that some people, they would have to, you know, be put in a position to where they would have to, I guess, come to a realize, self-realization. Mm-hmm. You know, what they need to be more aware of within themselves. You know, so, I mean, I, I agree with her on that part in some cases, not every case. But. Like, mind you, you're not going to purposely put yourself in certain situations to learn the lessons. Obviously not. <laughs> no. But whatever you do go through, people need to remember, use it as a learning tool. Mm -hmm. Don't take it as a loss. Don't take it as, oh, crap, I failed. Yeah. Use the ups and the downs as a lesson to move forward. Once is a mistake. Multiple times after that, it's a choice. Oh, yeah, 100%. You can't get upset at the consequences after. No. No. Like, you know, God spared you the first time. Okay, I'm going to let you get away with it this time. <laughs> I've heard that voice myself. I'm going to let you get away with it this time. Anyhow, you mess up again and you make that same choice again. My girl, my boy, you on your own. <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> I heard you loud and clear this time. But, you know, he's just going to allow you know, whatever it is to occur so you can learn from it. <laughs> but he's all going to be there with you. <laughs> remember, y'all, God works, but the devil works just as hard. Always remember that. Facts. Mm-hmm. Facts, facts, facts. Now, T, anything else that kind of stood out for you from the episode or anything else you kind of want to touch on? Actually, there was one thing I wanted to say mm-hmm. about Jada and the whole situation. Because I realize people just want to attack Jada and call. There are some really terrible statements and comments made from people about Jada saying that she's a pedophile. Okay, people, you need to relax. You need to relax, honestly and truly. That's so upsetting. But I'm not going to entertain those comments because they have no, they have no sense. Mind you, you, actually, before you even finish that thought, you Mm -hmm. were because, like we said, he was of age. Exactly, he was of age. This is when the hypocrisy comes in with Hollywood. Not even in Hollywood, just life in general, because you have so many men who have their wife who are within the same age group as them, but Mm -hmm. the minute they take up a younger woman, oh my gosh, yes, like, that's my dude. Uh, Say that again? Double standards. Mm-hmm. There you go. They, the guys get the props for getting, you know, the young girl. There's this girl from, what's it called? Housewives of Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Her husband is at least 20 years, 
I think 20 to 40 years older than her. But no one sees a problem when it's an older man and a younger woman. No. But, you know, Jada decided she wanted to be like Angela Bassett and get her groove back. And all yeah. of a sudden, it's a problem. We're not saying it's right what she did. However, if you're going to have the same energy when a woman has a, younger, has a younger man, you need to keep that same energy when a man has a younger woman. That, I, I'm just saying. I agree. But yeah, keep going, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, about the whole, like, you know, situation regarding August and Jada. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a couple of things that I was kind of kind of trying to reflect on in regards to their, the whole scandal that's been happening with them. So, in my opinion, I feel like the whole thing was kind of unintentional. She went, she kind of went into the relationship entanglement unintentionally. It happened unintentionally. It wasn't something that where she had, you know, premeditated on. It's like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. So I think. She wasn't preying on him like that. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. People need to. Listen, I'm going to get upset about this. (laughs) But yeah, so I think her intent, like she said on the episode, was to feel good. Mm -hmm. Right? It was for her to feel good. Whatever she was lacking in her marriage, she kind of, you know, tried to seek it out elsewhere. And she did mention it was a long, and she mentioned this right to Will's face. It's been a long time since she felt good. Yes. Ooh, that's. That's yeah, strong. Can you imagine what Will felt like at that time? That's yeah. embarrassing. No offense. That's embarrassing. She, oh, she, she could have kept that line to herself, but carry on. <laughs> that's a marriage, man rough anyways but yeah so in my opinion i don't think that whole situation was entirely for to heal or to help august alcina mm-hmm. maybe initially it was but of course it went it, it just got into this whole predicament so like she said as i said before she wanted to feel good um so the feeling i'm, I'm kind of reading off my notes over here guys so if you see me looking over here don't mind that yeah, so the feeling of being someone's saving grace was bittersweet for her. Mm. Her contributing to his journey of healing felt good to her. So therefore, her ego felt good. But in actuality, without her knowing or realizing, he was her saving grace at that point in her life. And she clarified that through being in that relationship, she was trying to heal. You know, she was learning a lot about herself in that relationship. Yeah. That eventually she came to the realization that healing or happiness is not going to come from anything that's outside from herself. So there, yeah, so that's that's how I perceive the whole thing. Her trying to heal through somebody else, even though in her mind she thinks she's trying to heal somebody else. I know Mm -hmm. it's kind of confusing, but it makes sense in my head. (laughs) No, no, I get it. Yeah. And it's like, at the end of the day, she, when she realized what she wanted and what she wanted was Will and her marriage, she at least communicated to that and didn't lead him on. Yes. Yeah. She gave him the, I don't think she gave him the choice. However, when he decided to cut ties and cut communications, she was understanding of it. Most people would try to use this as an opportunity to manipulate the person. Be like, okay, well, my husband doesn't need to know. Or you, we can just be a side piece to a side thing on side. No, 
becomes like a really dark secret, which I think is a lot worse. Exactly. Which would cause a lot more pain on all parties, including Will. Yeah. I think this goes for any relationship in general. Sometimes maybe you do have to, I won't say step outside, not cheating. However, sometimes there is that kind of outside source that you either need to speak to or communicate with or probably need to take a break. Ross and Rachel kind of thing. Take take a break. Make sure you both have understanding. Take right. a break. Take that separation. Find yourself and come back around. Yes. And of course, prior to doing all of that, I feel like um, on both parties, they should mm-hmm. state their boundaries or state the boundaries, you know, before going their separate ways. Exactly. What's the rules? What are the regular, not rules and regulation, like, it's not like a law binding kind of thing, but what are our boundaries? What are we expecting to gain from this? What do we want from this? If it does come to an end, do we want it to move forward? There's so many things I feel like in the predicament that it was, you kind of need to cover your grounds. Because if it does come to an end, will we both have the same story? Will we both have the same experience? Well, we both have the same understanding. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're absolutely right about that. I agree. So now, I want to go into, like, our little final remarks. So I okay. was read through my list real quick. One, I'm personally happy that Jada actually addressed it. Because this happened, although this happened four years ago, and even Will was like, why are we even talking about this now? I'm happy that regardless that it was short, mm-hmm. that she actually addressed it and be like, this is what it was. So that's one thing, still a little vague, but we don't need to know all the details. We're not laying up with Will, Jada, or August that night. Mm-hmm. So what she gives us is what she gives us. Take it or leave it. At least she answered your questions. Exactly. Um, another thing is we covered that Will did look a little hurt. I think Will has some healing he needs to do. Yeah. Especially having to relive this again. Yeah. I don't blame him. And then, like we said, both Jada and August, both innocent, both guilty. But again, we, we can only say so much because we're going one based off an interview. But also, this is a situation we've personally never been in before. Mm-hmm. You can concur. <laughs> Wait, you laughing? You have not been in this situation before, right? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry. My mind is like, going all over the place right now. But no, I've never... Um, listen, Natalie, come on now. <laughs> okay, we just, we just got to make sure you clarify for the people. You were a little silent over there. Sorry, I was thinking about something, that's why. But no, I've never been in that situation before. I'm so messy. <laughs> she is. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so make sure you guys, whatever we say, you kind of just take it with a grain of salt. We're just expressing our views from a 12-minute video. However, what I also take from this, from this situation is don't kiss and tell. Don't kiss no, because people are going to be like, you really want to talk about this? People are going to have their opinion. I feel like when it comes to relationships, like, you know, you have your good, good Judy, your good, good John. You know, you can tell them look on one, too. Yeah. But 
these kind of things I think are not something that you really need to put into the public eye. And if you do, then both parties kind of need to condone it, have an understanding. Yes, it's your story and you're allowed to tell it, but you kind of have to be careful of who else is involved in your story and who else can be hurt by your story. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You kind of have to just just take a moment to think about those kind of things. Second, sometimes it's good to second guess yourself. Um, my next point is. No, actually, those are my points. I feel like at the end of the day it was a good interview. I'm glad that August confirmed the rumor so people can stop speculating. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that Jada took the time to share her side of the story. I'm, I agree with Will. Do not let this happen again. Exactly. And, and no revenge, Will. No revenge. Come on now. My man was being petty king. He's not going to get you back. Come on, Will. Stop. But he, but he was serious about it. That's the part where I'm like, oh. He was joking. We know Will. He jokes a lot. A lot. But did you see his reaction? I'm like, I don't know if this is a joke or not. Because Jada, no, Jada kind of like let the people know he did, he did get her back. I wish they kind of went in depth with how. No, so man. I can sit my water a bit. <laughs> but Will looked like he was still waiting for some kind of revenge. I'm like, okay, Will, it's, it's that deep. Because then it's just going to be, it's just going to be over in my opinion. Because come on, what kind of relationship is that? It's going to be a long going tit for tat. Yeah. No, I don't believe that. Well, how about you, T? What are your final remarks with the interview? And I guess just your feelings in general. Well, I, I, I appreciated the interview. I appreciated the interview. You know, she said what she had to say. She mm-hmm. clarified some certain things. Um, even though it's still vague, <laughs> as I said before, it's necessary. Mm-hmm. And my overall, what I really want to say to the people out there who's creating a lot of crazy remarks regarding this whole situation without understanding like the context and just focusing on the surface level thing. First of all, if you know people who, you know, experience trauma in their life and experience, um, yeah, this trauma in their personal experience and all that, um, people, people, like they heal differently. As I said before, they heal differently everybody's journey is different Mm -hmm. like my healing journey is not going to look the same as the next person's healing journey so I just feel like we shouldn't judge other people and criticize yeah (laughs) yeah so no you're absolutely right because we can sit here and be like well August shouldn't have done this and Jada shouldn't have done that like you said me and you are not the same people we're not going to handle situations the same we might have similarities, but it will never be the same. Right. Maybe for him to heal, he has to speak about it. Get it off his chest and clear the air. For Jada, maybe her healing is to suppress and pass that energy on to others by helping them. Right. We might not get it, but as long as they get it and it heals them, then that's the most important thing. Yes. Yeah. Right? Look at us. <laughs> now, you guys, that pretty much concludes today's episode of Unapologetically Her. So I want to say thank you to my girl T for joining me today. 
Thank you for having me, Natalie. Thank you. <laughs> now you guys, I see, I told you guys T would come back. It took, it took a while, but I brought her back. I brought her back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back again. Not, not tomorrow. Not next week. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll be back. I'll be back for sure. Make sure you guys get that on recording. Screenshot that for me. Send me. So when I'd be like, T, you coming up for next episode? Just remember you said it today. Oh my God. <laughs> she has this on recording, so. She put her, I feel like she put herself in a legal bind right now. Really, Natalie? Really? He knows I love. Always. 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 <laughs> And by the way, for you guys asking, Tanisha has no social media, so don't even ask how to follow her. When you see her, you will see her. That's how it is. That's how it is. That's how it is. <laughs> nope. And I want to thank you all so much for listening. If you would like to hear from Tanisha again, or if you have any comments, questions, or podcast topics, hit me up on social media at unapologeticallyher on Instagram and at unapologetic underscore uh on Twitter. And also, don't forget, you can listen to the podcast on various platforms, and it's a long list, so pay attention. That includes Anchor, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, SoundCloud, Unapologetically Her, Spotify, and YouTube by searching Unapologetically Her Podcast. Once again, thank you all for listening. Hopefully, you'll tune in for a new episode. Much love, peace, and thank you, Tanish, once again, girl, for joining me today. You're welcome. Good little air hug. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys, tune in for a new episode. Hopefully next week. Could be the week after, but I'm aiming for next week. You already know. Time management skills not up to par now that quarantine's over, but we're getting there. (laughs) We're getting there. (laughs) Thank you guys so much. Catch you all in the next one. Peace.